0: So I want to begin this morning by talking about this beautiful passage from Isaiah that we read. So many of our images of God are masculine—God the Father, Lord Jesus, the King. There are some rich feminine biblical images that speak to me as a woman, and as this is certainly this is certainly one of them, right? The passage likens Jerusalem to a woman nursing her child. It is a beautiful metaphor for God's love. Rejoice with Jerusalem that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. Rich earthy feminine imagery. As a woman, as a mother who has nursed children at her breast, I am drawn to this as a metaphor both for God's nurturing and consoling love for us and for the nurturing, consoling, loving work that we are called to in this life. Nursing is about sharing your life essence with another. It connects you to another life in a way that is indescribable and life altering. It is beautiful and inspiring and transformational, but also vulnerable, deeply humbling, and sometimes (laughs) exhausting. This is the kind of love, the kind of life giving work that Jesus calls us each to. And there's a peacefulness in the act of nursing once you get past those first few days or weeks of trying to figure it all out because it's not as simple and as intuitive as y'all might think. Am I right, Mamas? Yes. Right. <laughs> it can be a struggle. It can be hard and you can feel like such a failure often if you persevere, it works. You find the rhythm with your child and, and a sense of peace and contentment washes over both of you and sometimes it doesn't work and the baby doesn't take to it, or something just doesn't click and you have to sh- shake the dust off your feet, warm up a bottle because baby still needs to be fed. And you try not to feel bad or like you failed, you keep moving forward. Spreading God's peace and love in the world requires this level of giving of ourselves, of vulnerability. As a woman gives her body over to the growing of a life within it, as she continues that gift through nurture and feeding of that life, each are transformed, both mother and child. And the beauty of nursing is that while it can deplete your energy, like love itself, the more you give, the more you have to offer. I was also struck by something as I was listening to the, to the Isaiah being read again this morning. It's just the, the joy, the rejoice and delight. And I think we forget that sometimes. In the work that we do, there is joy and there is delight. And we have to remember that because it's sometimes hard work. It's a beautiful metaphor. I know there are women who either cannot or choose not to nurse their children. I know there are women who either cannot or choose not to give birth. And I know about half of you in this world can't do either of those things. <laughs> but, hopefully, I, you know, I don't want it to be a metaphor that feels exclusionary, so hopefully you can sort of embrace the beauty of the metaphor. Even if you haven't experienced it directly, after all, I spent a lot of time in my life trying to understand sports and agricultural metaphors. So I know you can do this work. (laughs) The passage continues, talking about this little being, this baby, carried on her mother's arm or dandled at her knee. As a mother comforts her child, so God will comfort us and our hearts will rejoice, and our bodies will flourish. That intimate connection between parent and child, or even grandparent, or aunt, or uncle, or dear friend, that intimate connection and joy and mutual comfort that happens when you hold an innocent, vulnerable child in your arms, dandling her on your knee. Even the most jaded amongst us have a hard time resisting the love that wells in our hearts in that moment. This is our work, where we are each called to be that nursing mother offering deeply of ourselves in order that the other will know that they are loved. To hold that child and dandle her on your knee. To offer nurture and hope and peace and joy at a time when those things may be hard to find. To enter into the vulnerability of the other. That is the image that I had in my mind as I read the gospel lesson today. That is the image I take with me as I'm sent into the world two by two to spread God's love. In our gospel lesson, Jesus sends his disciples out into the world to spread God's peace and God's love. And like his disciples before us, we are also sent to do this work, to be a peaceful presence, to spread love. And I don't mean that in a pablame, hallmark card kind of way. I mean that in an authentic way that provides true nurture, sustenance I mean that in a gritty on the ground get dirty if you have to kind of way I mean that in a seeking reaching out in your face way it's not passive we are a people sent sent into the world to spread God's love Jesus isn't telling us to wait until someone comes to you Now, of course, we want to spread love within our inner circle and amongst our friends and to the guy that happens to be next to us in the grocery line. That's all wonderful. But that's not what this passage is telling us. In this passage, Jesus is telling us to go out into the world, to seek people out, and this is active work. And it is scary and vulnerable. We are told not to bring anything with us. Don't bring an overnight bag or even a purse or even a pair of shoes. Just go. Now, I don't know about you, but I am a terrible packer. That's you. <laughs> it's usually because I'm packing late at night, the night before I have to leave, or maybe that morning, right? And I haven't really thought much about what I need and so there's a certain anxiety in it for me. Do I need a nice outfit for the evenings? Do I, do I need professional outfits or comfortable outfits to sit in a meeting all day? Will I have time to exercise? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put the hiking boots in and I'll, and I'll, oh, I need the black shoes to go with the black pants and then brown shoes and uh, so on and so on. You know how it is. Next thing I know I have a suitcase bursting at the seams. I'm not alone in this, I see. So the idea, just go with the clothes on your back, creates a little anxiety for me. What if I do need a nice outfit at night? I can't show up at a nice event with dirty clothes and no shoes on. And what if I don't bring money and no one invites us in for dinner or to stay the night and we are hungry and cold? It feels absurdly vulnerable and I can feel my heart beginning to race thinking about it. But that's what is asked of us. Put down your armor, whatever that is, clothing, money, ideology, education, whatever it is that makes you feel safe and protected, put that aside. Mm-hmm. Leave it behind and just go. Just go. But when you arrive, don't lead with your anxiety or insecurity. Be a non-anxious presence of peace, offering peace to the household. Offer peace without expectation or investment in how that peace is received. Offer it freely and with your whole heart and your whole body. What the receiver does with it is up to them. And that also feels vulnerable. It's hard for us. We all want to be liked, right, and accepted. But Jesus reminds us that this isn't about us, but about being that presence of peace and spreading that love and it is about offering the stranger an opportunity for transformation and so if they're not ready to receive that's okay shake the dust off your feet and move on. If they are ready to meet peace with peace then you share a meal with them and offer them all the love that you have to offer healing and teaching and being in communion with them And here's the beautiful thing, it works, right? The disciples returned to Jesus all pumped up. Jesus, Jesus, it was amazing. Even the demons submitted to us, which I interpret as saying that their offers of peace and love broke through to even the most hardened cynics. And Jesus responds by saying, that's right. I gave you the power to tread on snakes and scorpions and nothing will hurt you because Jesus gave us the power of love. So a quick recap. God offers us the love of a mother for her child. Nourishing, nurturing, consoling, life-giving and transformational. And we are sent to spread this love into the world Doing God's love is active work, seeking, spreading, planting, nourishing. Doing God's work requires us to be vulnerable, to put ourselves out there, to take chances, and yet not allowing the setbacks to deter us. Just shake the dust from your feet and move on. Finally, doing God's work makes a difference. Spreading God's peace and love and nurture into the world transforms the world. We are a people sent to spread God's love into the world, to be a non-anxious presence of peace, offering our whole selves in love, to do the real, hard, vulnerable work of love, to seek out and spread tangible offerings of peace and love by living those things into being in every interaction we have, in every relationship, in every way that we are able. And that is the work we are sent to do. I I want to acknowledge that we are living in a difficult time in our country. We are deeply divided politically, socially, theologically. It feels like we are on the cusp of something existential as a country, dire and scary and deeply unsettling. Tomorrow is the 4th of July and it is a time to celebrate our country which can feel hard at a time of so much division. When so many wonder what the future holds for us as a country, how do we find our way back? Find common ground I would submit that as followers of Jesus, as Jesus' disciples, we have a critical and unique role to play at this time in our history. We are a people sent. We are a people sent into the world to spread God's love, to offer nurture and sustenance and care to the vulnerable, to love our neighbor and to love our enemy to be a loving, non-anxious presence in the world. So my challenge to each of you is tomorrow, just tomorrow, embrace that role as you go about your day. Celebrate our country in that way. If you see someone with a bumper sticker or a T-shirt that espouses a different view from your own, take a deep breath, put yourself into a place of peace and find love for them in your heart. If you're able, offer them peace. Peace be with you, sister. If it doesn't work, shake the dust off your feet and move on and try again and keep at it. Then if you can, wake up on the fifth and do it again. Then on the sixth and so on. It can be hard work, it can be vulnerable work, but it is also nurturing, life-giving, and transformational. And it is the only way that I know to begin to heal our brokenness as individuals, as a community, as a country, and as a world. So go in peace, my friends, to love and serve our loving God. Amen. Amen.